Good set. Okay, are we are we rolling? Looks like we're rolling. Sick. Oh yeah, I just forgot every word in the alphabet. Oh no. (laughs) Whoa. That's not good. Um, there's actually only two English words in the alphabet. I. A. N. Oh yeah, A. Just A. I and A. U. No. U. L M N O P. No. The word in the alphabet. Oh wow. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) <laughs> wait how is a a word ah. you say how is a a word good thing we're not gonna talk about an english film today <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I'm lost i'm all the words in the world yeah welcome to the scrabble podcast <laughs> 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 is it Scrabble? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. Pretty sure it's uh, Monopoly. Uh. <laughs> Fun fact: I went to get bubble tea the other day at a bubble tea place, and there were people just playing Monopoly. Really? Fun fact: Monopoly was invented as a game to warn against the dangers of capitalism, but mm. then it got um, stolen and capitalized upon. Wow. Yeah. We live in a society. Why? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That sucks. That is, sucks. Is so it much. like Hasbro who owns? Mattel? Yeah, who was yeah. the one that? Uh, is it Parker Brothers or something? Oh, oh, those goddamn Parker Brothers. Parker Bros. They always do that. We're not gonna fact check this. No. <laughs> also, fun fact: Monopoly worst board game. Yeah, I hate yeah. Monopoly. It's really boring and it's really long. <laughs> Risk it's is forever. also boring and long. No, oh, Risk never, isn't as boring. I've though. never played Risk because I'm like, that's just a whole night. That's like a yeah. Long day. That promotes like war, colonialism. I know. They're both bad. They're both the worst. <laughs> but it's not boring. <laughs> it, it's all you do is roll dice and move little bits. But Monopoly. I guess yeah, that's a, that's how you describe every game. That that's is true. a lot of games. <laughs> Last time I played Monopoly, I decided that I was um, going to promote um, socialism, so I just gave my money to other people for charity, and then one of the guys I was playing with got so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing we're talking about a socialist film today. Yeah. Mm. Um, Wow, great transition. Nice, nice. Where are we? What is this podcast? Is it whack? Is it? Is it? it? Maybe. That's what we're going to find out today. And what are we talking about today? Actually, before that, who the hell are we? <laughs> You're right. I don't know. Who are we? Uh, I'm Funke. Hi. Hi, Funke. Hey. Hey, Funke. What's your uh, zodiac sign, Funke? I'm a cancer. I'm a cancer. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel like a cancer? Um, recently, I've been feeling a lot like a cancer. Wow. Super sensitive. But yeah. Wait, what are the main traits of a cancer? I don't know. Cry a lot. Yeah, that's sensitive. Like... Um, wow. Over emotional. Is that not the same as Pisces? <laughs> um, yeah. Isn't yes. it like the same with Pisces? But Pisces are just like less committed to stuff. Yeah, and they're like <laughs> supposed to be best friends. Oh, I guess they're gonna be best friends now. Oh my I'm gosh, Pisces. Yes, you're Pisces. Yeah, Pisces Aquarius. Uh, who are you? I'm Nara. Oh, hey. Oh, Hi, wow. y'all. Cool. <laughs> hey, Nara. Welcome. How you doing? I'm all right. I have a canker sore in my mouth. So, oh, yeah. Um, I've been seeing those updates on Instagram. Yeah, it's really exciting. Oh, it looks like a hard. bad canker. Too. <laughs> it's really <laughs> bad. I keep biting it by accident. No. Because it's on the lip, right? It's in yeah. like a bad biting spot. Yeah, it's in a bad spot. Oh, that's that's easy to bite. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. So I think I'm just going to have to live with this canker sore forever. Um, maybe I'll name it. Maybe I won't. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> you can just decide that. That's not. There's nothing depending on that. 
I guess it's like how long it's around. Yeah, the, the, right now it's been, it's on like day four, so. Well, is it growing on you? Like, is it literally, literally <laughs> getting bigger or am I just getting more fond of it? Uh, both. No, I still don't like it because okay. it hurts. Like it. Yeah. Okay. Understandable. I All have right. a, also a canker yeah. in my mouth, but it's on like the bottom, like in a part where I couldn't bite. Oh, so it's like, you're it's, just chilling. It's been, it's been healing. That's good. Who are you? <laughs> oh, I'm Adam. Hey, Adam. Uh, What's <laughs> we have a circle going, and <laughs> Hannah was next in the circle. And oh, and now you just spoiled who I am. Oh, yeah. What the Ooh. fuck? Hannah. I'm, I'm a Taurus. I'm also <clears throat> stubborn. Yeah, I'm Hannah. But I don't think I'm stubborn. I'm also a Taurus. Hmm. Me and Adam, our birthdays are yeah. one day apart. Oh, that's pretty Oh, happy pretty birthday, guys. Yeah. Wait, are you well, one day before or one day after? I'm one day before. Oh, that yeah. means your birthday's going to be on a Wednesday this year, right? No, I have Thursday. no idea. Thursday? My birthday's on a Friday this year. Oh, oh, leap year. It's a leap year. Mm. Nice. How do you calculate that? Yeah. That um, because at work, um, I have to date batches of granola, but we have to do it by like the Ju- Julian calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have always have to like look up Julian calendar, and it's like there's a leap year one and then a non leap year one, and 2020 is a leap year as listed on that. But how did you did- know that it should have been on a went? Oh, because last year your birthday was on a Wednesday. Oh yeah. Oh my god, you remember? Wow. Yeah, because it was a ESA grad gala. Yeah. And AGO Youth Council. And AGO Youth oh. Council. You didn't Wednesday. get a cake though. Right? Oh, I did not get sorry. a cake. I didn't say Nara. Nara I, got a I cake the other day. Though. Yeah. Actually, in grade twelve, I didn't go to the ESA grad gala because it was on my birthday. Yeah. But I was sense. in a film for it, and I wanted to film one. It's a hot ticket event. Also, so it's guy, hard to get in. I was behind a guy at the LCBO who was born on the leap day, and <laughs> so he was only four years old. <laughs> <laughs> So they didn't, they didn't serve him? No, they did, but they made fun of him. <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> You're four years old. That's He's finally stupid. legal when he turns like 90. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Legendary. Wow. Uh, what are we talking about? Actually, what are we? Or is it whack? We said that. Mm-hmm. We're a podcast. We talk about whether movies are whack or not. We do. Yeah, specific movies. We break them down. But we're actually in the midst of a miniseries. Can you believe that? What? I can't yeah. believe that. Well, yeah, I would hope that you guys <laughs> can believe it. I knew that. I knew that one. Yeah. We're talking about food. We're talking about specifically movies about food um, and whether or not they're whack. But here's the, here's the fun part about it. We're going to take one element that we learn from each movie, whether it's a food or maybe something else. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of everything. It could be something else. <laughs> I, I think everybody's taking a food thing except for Seb. Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. I'll bring so. some like religious text. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we're going to put that all together into a meal that we're going to serve to our friend Kun, who is then going to review it and tell us if it is whack and if we are whack. I'm really excited for this. It's yeah. been a minute since we've started this, but yes. I think we're going to make something cool. This is going to be good. I'm night. excited to eat some food. Yes. I did not know our own personal whackness was up for question, <laughs> and now I'm hesitant. <laughs> Yeah, insecure about my whack. We can't just be judging everything. We have have to to, judge. Maybe you just have to bring some really not whack religious texts. Oh, what if I'm not whack enough? I feel like Khan thinks I'm conventional. (laughs) What? Then you have to bring some really whack religious texts. Yeah, make Khan think you're whack. Do something whack at that. Write my own religious texts for my own religion. That's good. I'm gonna induct you all into a cult. As my gift. Let's go. Let's do yeah, it. That sounds like a good idea. I've never been in one before. <laughs> Me neither. I, honest to God, yeah. don't have the time to start a cult. I'm just kidding. Okay. 
What would you call your cult? Um, <laughs> 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 the listeners yeah, are waiting. People, they want to know. <laughs> they want to join. Friendos. Oh, that's friendos. And so that's people will go, oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's how they get you. Yeah. That's how they get how you. They get it you. always works, though. It's like Scientology. It doesn't have anything to do with science. Mm. Oh. But I can be down with science. I like the idea of science. Yo, I legit think that if I was in the wrong time and place, I would have ended up as part of Jonestown. I'm not fucking <laughs> I'm not saying that to be extreme. Oh, my gosh. What? Really? Yeah, but that's probably a discussion for another day. Mm. All right. What's Jonestown? Is that Alex Jones? No, Jonestown. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Jim Jones. Jonestown Massacre. They all died. What? Yeah, I just know about this because every year at the History Fair, somebody would do the Jonestown Massacre. And I was like, why are they allowed to do this every year? My dad dressed as Jim Jones for Halloween in high school. Why? Why? Because he (laughs) has a very dark sense of humor, I suppose. No. He just wore a lab coat and carried around Kool-Aid. Okay. What movie are we talking about today? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, um, we're a movie podcast, right? Yeah, we yes. are a movie podcast. We're not going to have Kool-Aid at our dinner. No, no. So everybody is cool. No, I think that's in poor taste. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll have other things, and we'll decide on something else mm. that we're going to have today. Yes. Um, today... I chose the film. <laughs> it's Daisies. Uh, I had a couple other films that I was thinking of, but then uh, I think when we thought of the theme of, of food, Daisies was the first film that I thought of because there is a lot of food in this film. Mm-hmm. Mm. Daisies, 1966. Uh, Czech New Wave by Vera Chitilova. Good, Pretty good film. When was the first time you saw it? First time I saw it was... And also, do you think it's whack or do you think it's not whack? That's a two-part question. Two-part question? Okay. <laughs> um, first time I saw it, I was babysitting. Um, oh, it's always babysitting. <laughs> I just watch so many movies while I'm babysitting. What else are you going to do when the kids are asleep? I watch like shitty like Netflix original movies when I'm babysitting because yeah. I don't want the parents to think I have weird tastes, so I watch really conventional shit. <laughs> and Nara watches experimental Czech films. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I also realized that the two films that I chose are like weird like 1960s like experimental films. Yeah. I swear, like, other films that are yeah, not pretentious weird. also, I swear. <laughs> um, no, I watched it while I was babysitting when I was in grade 11, so I was, like, 16, um, because the TDSB at the time had a partnership with Alexandra Library online, which had part of the Criterion Collection on it, and Daisies was one of the films that I could watch through that for free. Oh. So I, like, watched it because the premise sounded interesting oh. and the still that they had looked nice. Um, I should have... Doesn't the Toronto Public Library you can watch Criterion films? I should have looked it up that way. Yeah, yeah. Canopy. They don't. It's not on there it's anymore. Not on oh, okay. They, they well, rotate the then. Criterion. Yeah, I checked too because I have it through Ryerson. Um, True. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had it through school too, but it didn't let me watch Daisies on Criterion, so I had to like watch it another way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Um, but that was the first time I watched it, and then I watched it again in grade twelve for school, and then I watched it again like last week for this. And and I think it's a, uh, I think it's decently whack. I don't think it's super whack. I just think it's like kind of whack. It's meh. Meh on the whackness. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Who's next? Um, I yeah, I just watched it this morning. I tried to watch it last night and I started it and I was like, hmm, <laughs> I think I need a fresh brain to watch this one. Uh, and then I woke up. Yes. And I was like, dang, this is a lot. I haven't seen. A lot of this kind of content ever on film so it was like huh pretty cool i think yeah it's not super whack but it is whack definitely 
That's all I'll say for now. Uh, I watched it uh, at the uh, recommendation of my friend Hinako in uh, first year university. Hmm. And I, I enjoyed it. It was a great time. And then I watched it again. Hmm. Uh, just this morning, I woke up at 7.30 a.m. But that wasn't early because I had went to bed at 10.30 p.m. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So I actually ended up getting nine hours sleep. Wow. Nine hours. That's unheard of. Pretty long. And I did that because I had a headache. You went to bed early or woke Went to bed early because oh, I had a headache. I have a hard time sleeping when I have a headache. Really? Oh, that's when I have the least hard time. Oh. I sleep like a baby. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> all that is to say, I think the movie is also kind of whack but i like it i like it you like it yeah good good <laughs> you don't no i like it <laughs> okay I can see. oh is it my turn yes okay well i watched the movie for the first time this morning uh, what time in the morning Seven thirty a.m uh no it was probably <laughs> closer to <laughs> 9 a.m that's still pretty early yeah um nice. especially on a saturday on a saturday yeah, that's not how I said it. I know, that's how my dad <laughs> says it. Sorry. I, it's an inside joke in my family that you guys don't get. Um, <laughs> I I liked it. Honestly, for what it wh- what I knew it was going into it, which was a Czech like, an experimental film from the mid-60s, I didn't think it was whack considering what it was going to be, if that makes sense. Like... I nothing that happened in it surprised me in a way that made me go what the whack because I kind <laughs> of had those expectations going into it right so I'm gonna say like it's whack in nature but like I don't know I don't think I think that just comes with the territory so mm. I'm not like I don't think it's overly whack like you thought it was gonna be like whackety whack with a capital W no I basically thought it was gonna be exactly what it was okay so I, I just feel like the whackness for me is kind of, I don't feel compelled to, you know, declare its whackness in any grand statement. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be whack if it wasn't whack to you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I just feel like... If it was just really conventional and like really banal. Conventional, then it'd be whack or because you're not expecting that. If it was mostly conventional and then just had the weirdness, but yeah. right from the back. I was like, everything's like, weird. Eh, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, like right from the beginning, you know what you're going to, what you're getting into. Yeah. So then I was like, well, that's what this is. So it's not, doesn't feel like whack to me. I don't know. What are we getting into? Can someone give a summary corner? Sev summary corner. Um, Minus Sev. <laughs> Sev is working right now. Yeah. What and a loser. he also hates this film. Yeah. What? Yeah. Also, what a loser. <laughs> Double <Stop>. loser. <laughs> He's not even here. I know. So, since we have this opportunity, let's all go around the circle and say the most whack thing about Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> oh Wait, why doesn't he like this movie? Does anyone know? Is it on his le- Did he re- leave a review on Letterboxd Sev- or did he just two star it? He's not really into like these kind of visually experimental sure. films that he had to watch in high school is what mm-hmm. I, cause I remember he also doesn't really like persona, which is a completely different film, but I would categorize it with this in that I have no idea what was happening. I just liked it that he, and he had to watch it for school. I don't think he likes experimental stuff very much. 
I didn't like Persona, but I really like this film. Really? Yeah. I thought Persona was like the most visually striking film I've ever seen. Yeah, I remember thinking Persona was pretty cool, but it's been a while. <laughs> he didn't leave a review. How well, many stars did he drop down on that? Let's check. Doesn't even say he watched it or he didn't log it. Well, oh, he... nope. Two stars. Two oh, stars. What? Sam. Two stars back in 2015. Damn. <laughs> no back words. In, back in 2015? Yeah. I mean, that was half a decade ago. He's a new man now. Yeah. I think yeah. he should give it another watch, but. Yeah. He liked Head, so. Yeah. He might like this one. I don't know. But can someone give the Seb Summary Corner? Please. I am begging. I can do it. I can do I it. I am begging. I guess I've watched this the most, and I also chose it. Um, but yes, basically... Nara, I'm begging you to give. <laughs> The summary. Okay, I'll give Could it. Could you please? Adam. <laughs> um, so Daisies is about uh, two teenage girls named Marie 1 and Marie 2. Oh, really? Yeah, they're named <laughs> Marie 1 and Marie 2. Um, and they just like go around messing with people. And then ultimately at the end, they get their just desserts. And that is a pun about the movie. If you've seen the film, they eat it. They eat the they food. Do. Yeah, they also eat a lot of food throughout the movie. Uh, they mess with a lot of old dudes yeah. throughout the movie. Um, <laughs> and they fight with each other a couple times. And that's intense. Those scenes yeah. are intense. Do you want to provide some like context about like what the film oh, is about? Yeah. So the film was made um, by Vera Chitalova, uh, part of the Czech New Wave, and was actually funded by the government. But then once what? the government... Ooh. Yeah, but then once the government, the, like the communist government saw all like the... The wasting of food in the film and the very like i guess like anti like and i don't know well it was not necessarily like anti like communist but it is very much like a solitary film like about the individual they sort of like backed down and censored it um and basically it's just about these two girls um deciding that everything in the world is kind of bullshit and bad so they're just gonna be bad and make fun of everything and just have a good time while they're still around and not take anything seriously yeah that's interesting to hear with the context of uh it being made in this communist uh regime because it did feel like the movie was like a celebration of like excess yeah and just excess for yourself like Mm -hmm. don't really worry about anyone else in the world it's totally fine to like just only care about your own best interest and uh I know a lot of people have critiqued the movie for that, and they really don't like those main characters. They feel like uh, there's no entry point in, and you can kind of like, you just find people just find them very obnoxious. But I actually really enjoyed them. I thought that they were cool, and I liked that they were happy to just like only care about themselves. They're like, I'm just going to take up as much space as I want. I'm going to defy uh, the idea that like I have to uh, (laughs) care about other people. Yeah. That sounds like more heartless than I think it comes off. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it is like a super hedonistic film. Like they're just like doing shit for themselves. They yeah. don't care about anyone else, it's, honestly. Yeah, I love, a funny story is when we watched this in class when I was in grade 12, afterwards my teacher was like, do, like who likes these characters? Who finds them <laughs> relatable? And I was the only one who's like, these are good characters. Mm. These are relatable characters. And who's like, of course you'd say that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what does damn. that mean? <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I mean, I found the characters relatable in the sense that, like, especially when I was a teenager, I've which I mean was like really recently, it wasn't that long ago, but I've definitely had moments where I was like, 
I, I'm going to take this time to kind of do whatever I want and like almost make a statement with it. So you were almost being excessive in kind of like your display of like self interest and just enjoyment. Mm. And I really did relate to that. And I thought that like the girls reminded me of girls I would have hung out with in high school, probably really. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I don't think that they're like too much at all. And like, no, it's, also like i've like definitely had like times with my friends where we're just like get all excited with on this idea of we're just gonna do something we just need to do something and so when they're messing with the old guys like the them laughing i just like felt i really related to that i don't know yeah no i was like when people were like when nobody was like i relate to that i was like why are you boring and why do you like, <laughs> like why are you like so self-righteous but like, i feel like I, like when you're younger like you're probably sometimes the most selfish but you don't want to admit that yeah, yeah. It's, like, hard to strike a balance where you're, like, it's okay to be selfish and, like, also still care about, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I felt like they were trying to be annoying so much. Like, the whole time they're just, like, we just want to do something. I don't care if anyone sees. I don't care, like, what anyone's feeling. And, I don't know, there was one scene where they were just, like, chilling in their room or whatever. And I wrote it down, like the phone started ringing and it was so loud and I was like, oh, just turn off the <laughs> phone. Like, why is it still on? And it was ringing and it was ringing and they were having this conversation and then one of them was like, can you give me some water? And then one like slowly walked to the water, like super slow while the phone was ringing and then like picked up the water and then drank it, didn't even give it to the other one and then threw it at her. And I was like, <laughs> why are you doing this? Like, you're just mean to each other too. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like you're nice people even to each other. like you're having fun in the moment but it's it felt so like self-destructive and just like chaos just like the most chaotic beings ever yeah and i and i think that that is the uh yeah just tying in that with what hannah said as well it's like it is it is just selfishness for a lot of the time i mean there's things that they do that directly like impact other people in a negative way they stole from the one person who was very kind to them and yeah, was just saying like oh yeah the, like, didn't to, have money i don't want, like a lot yeah, of it just yeah. wanted to hang out with like, them the, the two other female characters they're just like mean to yeah mean to for no reason uh and when they go to see that like dancing show they're just messing with those people in front of them yeah who have like done absolutely nothing to them and i can totally see why someone would not like these characters and would not want to identify with these characters but that was exactly the feeling of like just youthful energy youthful just like oh man i want to just mess things up i just want to go crazy today i just want to do something wild with my friends and really not have to worry about anything around me any of the uh consequences even and also thinking that like things and people that took things very seriously and sincerely as what they were were so silly Mm -hmm. and just wanting being like I remember going to like more adult like kind of like shows or whatever like um, when I was in high school and my friends and I would be like these people take themselves so seriously yeah. they're so silly so we get in the front and we just be dancing like crazy <laughs> just to mess with people and we wanted attention and there's a part when the girls are like oh, why yeah. is no one looking at us why isn't anyone paying attention to us while we do stupid shit that we want to piss them off mm-hmm. with I've completely been there yeah. so many times in my life I loved it yeah, no, I love. I think it's also like so interesting that you like see their relationship with one another, where they're like really not nice to one another for most of the movie. Like they're just like no, rude. not at all. But then they like, I don't know, like the camaraderie they still have, where it's like maybe like I feel like they don't dislike each other, and they like there's like you can tell that they're like friends, like really close friends, yeah. because they like 
like it's just unspoken the like camaraderie they have which i think is another reason why they seem unlikable because it's like oh the one person you can identify with you're being like shit too but then it's like they're both doing that and they just get it they're just like on the same brainwave also is that not what best friendship is (laughs) yeah i'm a total bitch to all my closest friends and i anticipate it back yeah i don't know i yeah i just feel like they're like really realistic characters like they're just so realistic Mm -hmm. and i love it but they're also like it's also like the most absurd like situation but it's also so much more fun to be free and to be <laughs> or to act wild and to, i think that's what that opening scene part of what that opening scene is saying to me it's like they begin as these like robotic uh uh how can i describe they're, they're yeah, part atom- of the machine yeah, yeah they're part of the machine exactly um everything is bad let's be bad too <laughs> and then they just go i love that that's and then instead, they like very quickly decide, like, no, I don't want to be a part of this machine. I don't want to act in the same way as everyone around me and how I'm expected to act. I want to just be free and be wild and be myself. And also, like, I think the ending kind of gets to is that, like, that stuff is, it is really fun. But then it there does hit a point where you are kind of tired with it and you, yeah. like, you realize that you're probably not going to find a sustainable source of happiness in just doing that either. That there's like a balance. I guess I'm getting to the ending really early, but no, we can get to it. Honestly, I didn't really think about much of the film as a whole. Like I was just I watched it, and now I'm like processing everything. <laughs> That's what this podcast is for. I know. Yeah, there's a line at the end that I wanted to. Ha- I, I don't know if this is the exact quote, but the sentiment was something like, "Is being happy a game?" Like there was something like that that was said, oh, and yeah. it and it oh, framed like, the whole. We're happy now, or whatever. Yeah. And then she's like, "Are we just playing?" Or like, yeah. that's like the exchange they have with one another. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I don't know. Frame the film in an interesting way, because then I I started thinking about like, yeah, they are being free, they are being like wild, and it seems like this uh, aspiration to like achieve a certain sense of happiness, but I kind of thought like, you know, is that like naive? Are we just like ignoring? Even, like, ignoring, I don't know, other terrible stuff that's happening in the world. I think right after she says that, it cuts to these, like, war images, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, like, yeah, is this is this selfish pursuit of, like, happiness, ignoring uh, real-world issues that are going on around us? I think yeah. it is. You go first. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, th- I think it's a super pessimistic, like, ideology to have. Like, why... Just because everything's bad, like, doesn't mean you have to be bad, too. Like, I think right. that's just, like, stupid in, in life. Yeah. But it was entertaining to see them go throughout all these things. But at the end of the day, they do get their just desserts, as you said. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, like, these guys are kind of assholes to everyone. Like, I don't know if that's healthy for everyone as a, as a whole. And I think it was Marie, too, who kept saying, like, hey, it doesn't matter what we're doing. Like, nothing matters, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Did, did you forget this, Marie, one? Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, and that felt like just kind of like a self um, affirmation of what they were doing. Like, like th- it's mm. fine, but right. I don't know if they really believed it by the end. Like at the banquet hall with all that food, they were like, I don't know. Like this was kind of bad what we did. Um, and I-, I guess they just like realized how bad they were. And, yeah, I, I think also like one of the things about this film is that it's supposed to sort of like the two girls are so- supposed to sort of be like a metaphor for like the government at the time mm. where they're like, um, the government's just like i guess like how most modern governments function where they like we're like trying to keep like our best interests for the people but really they're just like talking about like the people who like feed them and like and like uh propel the government so it's like at the end when the girls try to put everything back together it's like post-war 
the ch- like um like the uh like the government was trying to put things back together but you can't do that without proper like reparations or apologies so, so, so late like they yeah. gave everything yeah. and you're like okay we're gonna sweep <laughs> already destroyed yeah, everything. yeah 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 so it's like it's like now. really interesting that it's like this like metaphor for like a powerful government but then through the lens of like two teenage girls like that mm. i feel like that's something that you just wouldn't expect or like isn't an obvious sort of thing um so, so you're saying in this read, like, they are the government. They've, like, torn up social structure. They've torn up, like, uh, just the way people properly function in the world. And yeah. now it's, like, now we have to put things back together. Now it's, like, we have to put things back together. And then also, like, that's the part where it's, like, the farmers and, like, all the workers. It's, like, why aren't they paying attention to us? Why don't they like the government? And it's, like, well, because you're not serving them. You're mm-hmm. serving, like, these rich people who you get money from right. um so now it's... i feel kind of bad for liking those characters and then this read. <laughs> but i think i think it's like that's like one of the reads or like that was like the main intention of the film but i still think like reading it as like i think it, that's like one of the reasons why it's still like so fun to watch is because there's so many different ways you can read the way the characters act or it's also like could just be like like you were saying just like the outlook like your worldview, or it can also be like read as like a feminist statement like at the time being like they're rebelling because like traditionally like young women don't have that freedom Mm -hmm. and it's like interesting to see them taking that into their own hands but yeah i think that's like one of the reasons why i like this film so much um is just because there's like so many different readings which like i don't know if that's like how you make good art but i think i think so yeah yeah. that's yeah that's a good marker for that i feel like even with like that reading um with looking at it as them as like a metaphor for the government i don't think you shouldn't it's there's necessarily anything wrong with relating to what they're doing and like kind of feeling asper not aspirational but kind of like idealizing it at parts because that's that is like very true to like human nature Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i think it makes sense that like i feel like there's something about when you're a teenager and maybe it's specific to teenage girls in some ways when you kind of have a taste of freedom and a feeling of like rebellion and you kind of there's like this when you feel like this newfound power and you're trying to like live according to that like it is very messy it is very fun but it doesn't necessarily always lead to great things but sometimes things kind of get out of your control and like I feel like looking at that from like a government that like might actually don't know a lot about the Czech government I'm gonna... me, me neither and <laughs> I studied this fourth that also don't know anything and I studied this one class so but I just feel like governments who are like trying to keep control of things but other yeah. interests are kind of like getting the best of it or like slipping under their hands or they're like trying to aspire to one kind of value like i don't know yeah, I just... and i'm sure those governments had like an ideal this government had an idealistic idea of like in whatever their pursuit was like i said none of us know anything about uh, the czech government <laughs> yeah. don't want to pretend that i do but i'm sure like any any government in theory has like an idealistic idea of what they're trying to achieve and then it's like well you're probably just not in tune with the citizens to actually understand how you're fucking them over but also like when you follow those more selfish, more human instincts, like whether you're as an individual or as like an institution, 
like you do end up fucking a lot of people over because when you tune too much into yourself and not into what's going on around (laughs) you that's when you kind of free yourself from yes like social norms and constructions but also from like the whole concept of consequences and like how your actions impact other people and like how destructive they can be i guess yeah another interesting thing about the film when you're talking about like free like ignoring social norms um i just think the filmmaking of this film is really interesting because like there's times where the characters like literally ignore like the conventions of film like the like the part where they're like literally like chopping up the frame mm-hmm. or whatever or like um there's like parts where it's like just the like audio doesn't match up with the, like what's yeah. actually happening on screen and you're oh, like i thought that was my thing glitching <laughs> <laughs> the audio, the audio yeah, literally the does not okay. match up at some points um and you so it's like really interesting um like from a filmmaking perspective like the, those techniques being used as like a metaphor for how these girls operate in the world i also um, loved that their outfits would change color yeah like this like they just kept, like there was one scene where it just swapped yeah, yeah when they kissed mm-hmm. the guy and then like they they yeah. turned into dresses or whatever that was yeah like, that's cool that's cool and then also uh this is a theory that I, or something that I thought of while watching this film this time was that this is kind of like, from my perspective, like the original Spring Breakers. Like I think it yeah, has so I, many I of the, totally yeah, it has like so many of the same like themes or not themes, but like the characters operate in very similar ways. And then also like the way the filmmaking sort of works where it's very like, um, just intense and like the, like it like could take this like sort of mundane thing, but through the filmmaking, it makes it like, hyped up even more like a surreal kind of yeah i actually did think of spring breakers a bit too i i think the thing the parts of spring breakers that excited me the most i also felt there and they both really Mm -hmm. are about the pursuit of like happiness for the individual and like going too far in that way right like self-serving so i'm taking a uh existentialist (laughs) um art class right now so like that's all i can relate it to is existentialism but don't, I don't apologize yeah. that's a good read that's, that's like true. smart that's big brain oh no but see i don't want to sound like i actually know anything it's just all that i've been learning for a little bit <laughs> i don't want to brag but i also thought of spring breakers while watching it Ooh. Whoa. Um, but you know i don't want to echo the things you've already said <laughs> you covered it well um funky did you also think of spring breakers you want to go four for four on this no Okay. I did. What I did. do you think of? Um, no, I just thought of how I've seen similar duos uh, and I guess styles of telling a story that must have been inspired from this or at least mm. like drawn something out of that. And I was like, oh, like this feels kind of familiar, but I've never seen this movie before. Yeah. Bugs and Bugs and Tweety. Oh yeah, that's way more applicable. I actually it kind of felt at times like an experimental sketch show. It kind of reminded yeah. me of like Random Acts of Flyness. Yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah. I wrote down that like when it felt like a comedy, it felt like like just for laughs gags. Oh yeah. <laughs> like yeah, especially totally. when they were in like uh the club with the dancing or singing, I was like, what is going on? Like I want them to be like, hey, look over the camera over there. <laughs> And then it would like switch to like intense like friendship almost ending moments and I was like, ugh. Yeah, do you I... guys want to talk about those scenes? Which, which yeah. friendship stuff? 
Um, where they were kind of mean to each other and like. Oh, when didn't... they were like literally chopping up each other. <laughs> I, can I give a quick shout off. out though back to like <laughs> yeah. the gaggy stuff? Oh yes, yes. Favorite parts was all the times they put the old men on the train. Oh, <laughs> so good, so good. The, the one where they get him on, jump off. He jumps <laughs> off, and then they <laughs> jump on, and then he leaves. And his, he just like slaps his arms like, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. No girls. I loved that. Anyways, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, were you going to talk when when they're mean to each other? Yeah. I think... I didn't feel that move. Not move, but mm. I just... I didn't feel that like, a, like oh, this is going to lead to the big fallout because it really just felt like friends that spend too much time together. So you're like, oh my God, you're doing this. Yeah. I'm annoyed with you. We're going to fight and then we're going to start that's, laughing about something. That's kind of why I loved it though because it did feel just like... Like, I assumed in any traditional movie, it's like, yeah, they're going to have the big follow and their friendship's going to really deteriorate because of their selfish attitudes towards each other. But it's like, that's not really what best friendship is like. You get into a big fight and then... You get over it. Yeah, you get over it pretty quickly. It's like yeah. our bond is so much stronger than that. So I, I thought that was actually... I don't know if I'd say I was like deeply emotionally moved, but I was like, I resonate with that. And I thought it was beautiful. It's, sorry, Oh, no, you can go. Oh, no. I. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go. Um, first. I think especially when you are in this place of kind of, when you're, when you find another person who is driven by the same thing as you are and you don't really see people around you like that, or in this case, it is this kind of like selfish, like out there kind of behavior, you're glued to that person in like this whole other way that like you have a fight, but it's like, I think. I don't know. I, yeah, it doesn't. It feels really. It all felt very like little. All the uh, disputes, even them cutting each other up. I was like, lol. That just sounds like when you and your friends like play fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think. I think the thing that got to me more than them like actually being mad was the time when they like pointed out each other's insecurities. Maybe because maybe those. I think those moments got to me a little bit more just because it humanized the characters a little bit more being like oh they're not these like all-powerful beings who don't care they're like actually like have some concerns even though they're very selfish concerns Mm because they're like what should i wear or they're like i don't want to answer this man who's calling me and the other one's like you should do it you're gonna like make him feel bad or whatever like stop doing this um just because i think like in those moments it's like I think they're just more vulnerable and I think like that's like where a lot of like obviously tension in films comes from like when you know the character's weakness is being exploited so it's like um really interesting when you see these characters that sort of seem like they don't have a weakness or seem like they don't care actually like feel something Mm -hmm. even though it's like so brief and like so shallow their like emotions it is like something because they are invincible for most of it yeah when they're causing their Mm -hmm. chaos or whatever like they're nothing can stop them I like the scene where they were on the pier or whatever, and I think they like got into an argument. One's like, "I'm leaving, like I'm walking away," and then she just walks back and like lays down. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "Where'd you go? To the end of the pier? Like I just <laughs> walked over there, now I'm back." I like that. It was like it was very sweet and just like, "Oh yeah, I've, I've been there." Like yeah. you don't really apologize, but you're just like, "I'm back here." <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it's assumed that you're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, good. It's cute. Um, another thing uh, that I thought maybe would be uh, interesting to talk about was the one scene where you see, I think it's Marie one, the blonde one, and it's sort of like her longest like solo scene where she's like with that guy who like collects <laughs> butterflies. 
um and she's just like being weird and then i think it's assumed that he's the one that like keeps calling her over and over again and she's like no it reminded me of there's this book called the collector from the 1960s which was made into a film about this guy who collects butterflies and then decides to start collecting women oh my gosh which is very sinister and i don't think like that was supposed to relate to it it just made me think of that where i'm like this could have sinister undertones when really it's just like making fun of this guy who's like super vapid and super just like likes pretty things (laughs) Well, when did that book come out? Maybe it was referenced. Like 1960-something. Wait a second. This was 66. <laughs> I think Holy it came sh- out like the same, like around the same time, like 65 yeah. maybe, where the film would have already like been in production. So it's probably... I don't know. I don't know. Seems too... Seems I can I can look it up. But I just... I don't know. I just think that scene's funny because it's also like there's these super delicate like butterflies on the walls, but he's just like sticking his hands in them and she's just like playing... Like they just like have no... Like, I don't know, just, like, there's no disregard for anything else except for, like, the two people, mm-hmm. um, which I think is also, like, a weird metaphor for him, like, not, or, like, the men, like, not having any regard for, like, the two girls' feelings, even though they don't have, like, regard for their feelings either and just, like, being, like, ooh, pretty. Yeah. And doesn't that scene start with him being mad at her and then she takes off her clothes and puts on the butterflies and he's like, I love you, like, yeah. I love you so much. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's just a funny scene. It's also... I think it's just like that's also the time where you get to know the most about a male character in it even mm-hmm. though he's just like he likes butterflies yeah but yeah they were roasting all of those dudes <laughs> okay the scene when they're just like fucking around on with like cutting out food and stuff and cutting up food while the guy is on the phone who's like confessing his love or, or maybe it's is he on the f- maybe these are two different scenes because there's one there's a guy's at the door then there's one where they have the phone mm-hmm. on and he can hear them talking but they're doing something else and they're like cutting up bananas and sausages and stuff yeah and the eggs. phallic symbols yeah <laughs> they were really chopping those guys out yeah <laughs> i love that but also it, just rem- it reminded me of like if a guy like sent you like a cringy text and you're like sitting with your girlfriends and you're like i don't and sometimes it's not nice, but you'd like if a guy was like too persistent, you'd like kind of fuck with him a bit. So, oh. yeah. no. <laughs> no, that's bad. But it also feels like it's not like the guy like actually deeply loves her. It's no. like that's no. not what it seems it's like at all. Like, like yeah. he only started to like her like what Funke alluded to when uh, she does get naked and now he like sees her as a sexual object. Probably in the same way that he sees these butterflies as just objects. Yeah. Like um going back to the metaphor uh, from that book potentially. But uh, if, if it's anything related, I don't know. It, the book came out in 1963, so it oh, could be. Oh, there you go. Um, but yeah, so it's like, I think it's totally valid for yeah. them to be fucking with him at that point. Because it's like, he's... Oh, I meant more myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it's valid for you to be fucking with but those guys, I just too. like that like they're clearly smart enough that they can see when someone's... Tr- like, when people are trying to, like... Like, I don't know. Like, guys are trying to, like, build them up or, like, take them up. They're, like, clearly, like smarter than people are putting them out to be i guess yeah yeah Yeah, i think it's like i think it's like at that point you sort of see that they're like not like they don't need the validation they just like need the fun and i'm like that's cool that's so fun that's Mm -hmm. such a nice way to like like such a like refreshing perspective to have um yeah i also think it's so funny when they're like going through like all the dudes names like written in their room and like the phone numbers and they're like oh we're missing like somebody for the letter h guess we got to do that next like <laughs> somebody starts with h and then it's just like i don't know i just think it's so like funny how like 
like you see their world even though it's super disjointed but you get more into it and see how complex their game is um and you're like wow they're actually like like you're saying like smart people who are dedicating time to this and kind of have a strategy and it's not like total just like free for all no they're just like oh like you have the means to supply me with something i want and so i'm going to get it and yeah and like sucks for you for being dumb enough to fall for it Mm -hmm. it's the original hustlers (laughs) yeah 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 honestly they are world-class scammers they're really good at it they're really good at it It reminded me of breakfast at tiffany's and like these parts where she would like have any of you seen no i haven't seen it i've seen the gossip girl references to it (laughs) oh my god you guys haven't seen breakfast at tiffany's (laughs) what is breakfast at tiffany's you don't know what breakfast at tiffany's is no i've heard the name (laughs) what is breakfast one of my favorite movies why don't you do that for the food because the food part is not really anything to do with it um it's just the title but oh yeah oh no she's just she's like a um a call girl and so she'll have these older gentlemen and you can hear them in her apartment and she'll sneak out of the fire escape and just sit out and like just like she's just like oh my I, never mind it doesn't matter you guys no, have seen it, it. well it's the same thing that they're doing with the train where yeah they're just like, you yeah, gotta they... get your train and then they like shove them onto this train yeah and just like guys like you can just tell she's like so much smarter than the guys that like think that she isn't anything more than like a pretty face yeah 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 it's just yeah all these guys have like uh very low expectations of the two what are their names marie marie and, and marie yeah marie and, one marie two yeah. yeah and so it's constantly uh a great joy to see them just fuck with these guys <laughs> to blast through these low expectations do we do we want to talk about the ending scene like the banquet hall yeah. When yeah. they're like doing the fashion show mm-hmm. and eating all the food. Oh, yeah, right before that, because I feel like that one's going to be yeah. a bit longer. Um, do you guys remember the part where they were in the. I don't even remember, but it said, don't put people in here. Oh, that was so stressful for me. Oh, it was really? I remember watching that and I was like, something bad's going to happen. Yeah, because like, they're going to get crushed or I was something. Like, I know you're not supposed to put people in there, but you probably could. But like, oh, you actually put the actors in there and it says. I mean, I think they probably like did it in a way that was like that was safe yeah yeah but also I, it's so funny wait I, you were worried for the actors no or I just, for the mo- the characters the, in the movie i was i was because i was pretty sure the actors were not gonna die <laughs> <laughs> even the characters the char- they had no consequences this entire film true, true. why was anybody worried that, i was like, worried about them. i was worried because i was like it's getting the to the end too, this is yeah. the part I, the it's just a stressful environment yeah, being totally. out of claustrophobic it specifically st- says don't put humans in here yeah but i just thought it was another example of them being completely like willfully ignorant to like oh, it, that kind of shit. Definitely it definitely is, is yeah. what it is. I just I didn't feel stressed. I just was mm. like, yeah. But then they were throwing like there was a symphony or whatever going oh, and there on. There was like right? the guy yeah. butchering yeah. the meat. What? Where? Where were they? What? Like what is that they're place? They're in a uh, fancy place. I think it was like a fancy hotel or yeah. something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know specifically where it was, but it felt like it was like they're disrupting this like high class. Mm-hmm. Uh, society dinner thing that was set up and they're just like gonna come in and yeah mess it's around. like at that point it's like a weird exchange of power because it was like 
they always needed somebody else to like provide them with the food and the dinner but then they find it on their own and then everything oh, yeah. gets destroyed interesting yeah. which is kind of like a weird thing being like going back to like maybe it's like yeah doing things for yourself is like not always good or like doing things without context? permission what's what's the scene the scene at the end so they're like walking through this weird abandoned basement or just like this weird like industrial basement then they go into a dumb waiter i guess because they're looking for food and they like go up or down i'm not really sure and they're like looking through their little up yeah probably up probably up through society and they're looking Mm. through this like little 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 hole in the in the door and they like go past and there's like a montage of things they go past where there's like a symphony and then like somebody butchering me and then i think there's like (laughs) maybe something else i don't really know um but then they come to this big banquet hall that's like empty that looks like it's set up for a dinner that's gonna happen later and they just start eating everything and destroying it. But they're like, be careful. You, we can't just, she was like, you have to do it carefully. So like nobody knows. And then she sticks her whole hand in it and like massages the like mashed potatoes Ew. or whatever. Yeah. She's like, do it slowly. So no one notices. <laughs> she's like, yeah. And then they just like, and then they have a fashion show with like oh, the yeah, drapes. I was obsessed with those newspaper outfits they had on oh, when they were cleaning. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. And then after they destroy everything, they like get dropped in some water and they're on like there's like a logging boat or something and they're like please save us and then they like grab on to the like wooden stakes and then they fall back into the water and then they're in these newspaper outfits mm-hmm. and they have to clean up the room and in that part when they fall into the water they're like help us but we, we've been bad we've yeah. been doing bad things and then they like fall back in and i feel like right like that's kind of their moment of like oh yeah, we got like realization. Redemption? Did did they get a second chance there at the end or like No, no they, they died. Literally died. No, but I mean in the in the paper suit. I think like that's when what it's supposed to trying be. Trying to. I think it was them. They kept telling themselves we're going to do this, we're going to be good and we'll be happy if we just do this and that keeps going and repeat and they but clean they up. But they keep trying to tell themselves they're happy and they're not really yeah. happy and then they die. Yeah, cuz it's also like right before they die, they're like laying on the table and like I think Marie one who's a blonde one was like there now we're happy and then the other one turns to her and she was like are we playing a game or something like yeah. that mm-hmm. so it's like sort of at the end I think that's the like one moment when the two girls are like the most divided but is she but is Marie one even actually happy or is she just telling herself like that 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 she is I think she's just telling herself because I mean she was the one who was always reminding Marie too that hey, it's okay, nothing matters. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. So I think she's just reminding her, like, it's okay, we're happy now, yeah. even though they're not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought there was something interesting in specifically, uh, yeah, talking about the, like, are we happy question and the potential, like, naivety of that question, uh, that it was, like, that dessert scene, dinner scene, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, devolved into, like, a food fight, yeah. which is, like, felt very like juvenile and like a like almost like a school cafeteria kind of thing it's almost like the ultimate symbol for me of like um naivety or like willful uh ignorance of the world around you i don't know if that makes any sense of what i just said mm-hmm. no i guess it's like rebelling it's just like who cares i'm just doing this food fight now yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's happening yeah which is just like the most child the most childish thing i mean i loved seeing it don't get me wrong yeah it was so fun to see and then like I think also the thing is they're like, I don't know. I think the thing when they die at the end, it's like also kind of weird and like nihilistic because it's like 
they die but then it's also like after that there's war footage and like a bomb explosion so it's sort of like did they die or is like the world actually ending mm-hmm. um and it's like maybe because they lost their sense of fun and they think like just doing everything how they're supposed to will make them happy like is actually not the proper way to go about things right um and sort of like i think the film ultimately is about or sort of like trying to communicate about finding a balance between like supporting like the greater community but also being able to like support yourself and like find self-fulfillment um and how you can't completely like do one or the other uh yeah and also just trying to like scramble together like and like put a band-aid over the mess you've already made Mm -hmm. that is kind of an irreversible mess like that's not enough like okay like you've put this kind of weird effort into fixing things after you've already destroyed things and like like that's not gonna fix the problem like it's they're like they got crushed not by the mess but by the chandelier they were swinging on yeah like them cleaning like it was like almost more like a gesture to make themselves feel better like they've done something rather than actually something that fix the situation yeah like it wasn't sincere no attempt at the end and yeah it was also just to pacify their own guilt and their own kind of like oh this doesn't make me maybe this isn't making me happier maybe there's something better for me it wasn't Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah yeah also they're awful at fixing things like (laughs) (laughs) i thought all things considered they did an okay job fixing things i mean it's hard to fix the mess that they they were they already ate all the food food like they were doing a (laughs) runway on food yeah exactly so how are you gonna fix it after that well exactly but that's it like the damage is done it doesn't matter what you do and they try to put like plates back together and stuff but it's like the plates destroyed what are you gonna do like you can put <laughs> food back together. in places it's like the food has been eaten like you gotta make new food crushed. that's what they had to do they had to replace what they did instead of trying to cobble back together what was still left or, well that's interesting then i mean that's kind of like yeah we just have to start anew and try and build something from the ground up rather than or maybe like sometimes it's too late right yeah which is really bleak I felt that one, yeah. yeah but it's just like whatever effort you put in what's been done is done it might just be too late for you to do that and like that is really depressing but yeah it's also kind of like interesting seeing how like ultimately the like bad thing you see you only see the effects of like the bad things when it's like solely about the two girls you never see the emotional effects of like how they affect anyone else which also i don't really mind because i'm like i don't care about these like super rich white dudes who are just like a objectifying them Mm -hmm. um i feel bad for the bathroom lady. i feel bad for the bathroom attendant yeah bathroom lady but it's like yeah it's like interesting how it's like the emotional component of it is solely about these two girls and not about like anything anyone else that they affected where that would be like maybe the more like obvious route where like the people that they like the dinner was actually for the people that they like fucked with and they walk in Right, you don't even yeah, like, you don't even see the people that the dinner was for. I thought yeah. at a certain point in that scene, yeah, they were gonna come in and get consequences for yeah. their actions from some outside party. But really, like like we've already said, the consequences only come from what they've already yeah, it's their own doing. Which, yeah. If we're looking at this government metaphor, that's the case a lot of the time. Like the government fucks with almost what feels like nameless and faceless civilians in mm-hmm. like what they're doing. And they're not necessarily going to actually have to be confronted with the people who are, like, directly impacted by their actions. But it's more about, like, then the personal consequences and how that 
then dominoes and back to them mm-hmm. that like yeah. they understand the gravitos or the gravitas whatever the gravity whatever of <laughs> what they've done my favorite alfonso Cuaron movie gravitos um okay <laughs> yeah this is a movie podcast we know movies <laughs> movie but yeah i, thought I was those... making a joke about the movie gravity no yes we we know we... okay yeah oh my god is there anything i think we've covered like pretty much the entire film yeah i i like that you suggested this because i probably would have never watched this like ever because i I would have never like heard about it or anything but it was just like nice and not like what i usually watch so yeah good pick i'd wanted to watch it because i saw it on a list of female directed films on letterboxd and i I saw it on canopy like a while ago but if I had gone and watched it in my own time, I probably would not have, like, then processed it and, like, understood it in the way that I feel like I do now after we talked about it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really happy. Yeah, I don't know if it's anywhere nearly as good as Sausage Party, but uh, I'm glad. Uh... <laughs> They're both existentialist, <laughs> experimental films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do uh, still have to figure out what we're going to bring to the dinner with Kun. Ooh. Oh, what what am I bringing from Daisy's? Yeah. What's the Daisy's thing? Um, I was thinking I would bring dessert. To bring a cake or something, because they eat a lot of cakes. Just dessert? You need to bring an arrangement of cakes. Yeah, I have to bring like a bunch of little cakes. Yeah. And then we have to step on them. Yeah. And And throw them them at Khan. Also, I think you should bring a platter of green apples. Oh, I Mm. could bring. Also, fun Mm. fact linking back to our reading of Spring Breakers, there's a lot of like biblical imagery in this because that's like. Yeah, the apple, true. Yeah. The part at the beginning when they like are on the dock and they're like, oh, everything's gone bad. So we've decided to go bad. And then they go to the garden. It's supposed to be like the garden of eden and then the fall from grace and then oh, that's also what their the bedroom apple, is true. is their bedroom mm-hmm. starts really nice and lush and then gets more decrepit i love right. the bedroom so it like that is also like in a metaphor where it's like this was their garden of eden but now it's just been corrupted because they are corrupted in the apple too also, and there's an apple, there's an apple. <laughs> the, the scenes of them in the garden reminded me of the virgin suicides yeah when they're like reading her diary and it just cuts to these random like kind of uh, shots of the girls just like have you seen I've seen the yeah. trailer I'm like, so, like <laughs> kind of know what you're talking you about you guys these are my favorite movies well suggest I've we'll seen watch Gossip Girl here. I've seen Gossip Girl it's fine there's no virgin suicides <laughs> references in Gossip Girl uh, the garden scene reminded me of that movie Garden State <laughs> yeah so did the Zach Braff cameo <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it also reminded the song Garden Shed by Tyler the Creator. Nice. Wow. And also gardening, just the, the, <laughs> just just the, the general practice. Olive Garden. Olive um, Garden. <laughs> the restaurant, yes. yeah, reminded I me of really that. I really got some sure. Olive Garden vibes from this one. <laughs> yeah, so this one was actually just uh, an Olive Garden production. Uh, <laughs> it's an Olive Garden commercial. <laughs> yeah. It's actually yeah. just taking the Uncle Drew like, route. Yeah, but... yes. They're Pepsi Productions. This is the first Olive Garden production. Have they have Olive Garden production made any others since then? I think um <laughs> they made a lot of Greek movies. <laughs> Mama Mia. And Mama Mia. <laughs> Mama Mia. Yeah, my big fat Greek wedding was an yeah. Olive Garden production. Sister of the Traveling Pants. Yeah. Yeah. Was that oh, set yeah. in Greece? Oh, yeah, uh, one of the story one, quarter. Lines. one quarter. Elena. Come on. Where are the other parts set? Oh my God. Uh, Mexico. The yeah, the soccer camp with and oh, two different camp. places in the U.S. Oh, why did they get two? 
Because one of them was the staying from there. One so? of them stayed home. One of them went to visit her dad, who wasn't that far away. One mm-hmm. of them went to Greece, and one of them went to soccer camp in Mexico. And this yeah. is just for like a summer. Yes. Yeah, okay. for most of the summer. Yeah. Cool. So they traded the pants all summer. Yeah. The that's, yes. Cool. The, the traveling I pants. Like, I know, but I thought it was like over years and years. I've never read it or. Seen no, there's that. more movies there's, and yeah. books after. Oh. But it's about like a summer. Seb oh, watched okay. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants with me after my surgery when I couldn't really do Aww. anything, and he liked it. It's great. I love it. Did he like it more than Daisy's? <laughs> Probably. I think yes. They're basically the same it. film. I don't understand why. I gotta say, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants makes me cry every time I see it. Daisy's. Oh my god. Tibby's storyline. Oh, I know. That's so sad. Documentary. Stop. 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 See, we've seen one of your favorite films. It's not one of my favorite films. It's just the first film I ever watched as a kid where I was like, that is sad. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think it would go that route. I ever watched when I was a kid that I remember thinking this is really sad is Big Fish. Mm -hmm. Oh, Big Fish is so sad. sad. It is sad. My God. Also, Bridge to Terabithia. Sad. Well, just the first movies I saw where a kid dies. I was like, you can die. What? Yeah. You can die? Guys, let's do a series of movies that we watched. That were sad. Yeah, that made us cry. Um, and then at the end, we're just going to cry together. Okay. I think there was a Twitter thing that went around like that. Like movies to cry to? It was like the movie. Oh, no, it was movies. I saw it. it was uh, There was some thread about like movies that scared you as a kid. Hmm. That's what that I wanted to do as a series, too. Hmm. Twitter well, got to it. I mean, we can still do it. Yeah, all you listeners vote. Twitter, stop listening. And stop <laughs> listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> Fun to listen to us right now. Um, Can we get some targeted ads for like apples <laughs> in Olive Garden? Is there anyone to shout out who said they've listened to the podcast recently? Mm. Oh, Mick told me she listened. <gasps> yes, yes, Mick. Woo! Um, I don't know how much she listened to, but she told me she really loved the first one, The Spring Breakers, and she okay. said it, it really like made her want to revisit the movie. So hey. shout out, Mick. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Nice. Um, That's what I'm talking about. Aiden Barnes are yeah, watching. Liked it? Yeah, hey. he's only like two episodes in, but That's he's trying okay. to watch them in order. Um, he said it was like hanging with his friends. Oh, I started Shout listening a few weeks oh ago for the first time. Ooh, yeah. How did that feel? I liked it. I was really like, I don't know if I want to listen to us because <laughs> it makes me nervous. I liked it. It's good. And I like everything it. that all you say is so smart. I mostly like no, listening to No, I feel it. like yeah, I, I love listening to like it. A I like <laughs> listening to like everyone except for myself. Yeah, it's, like, it's cringy hearing yourself talk. But hearing everyone else, I'm like, wow, I know such smart people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I enjoy, okay, don't get me wrong. I love recording the podcast, but I enjoy listening to the podcast more than I enjoy recording it. Because hmm. it's like I listen back to it and I'm like, Oh yeah, we said so many smart things, but <laughs> yeah. in the moment I'm just like, man, I hope, hope I sound smart right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like in the moment I That's think real. I'm being really articulate, and then I go back and listen, and I'm like, girl, what are you saying? <laughs> oh no, oh yeah. no. Also, I came over to Sub's house the other day, and he was cooking and listening to it. Oh, oh no, he's washing the dishes. Sub doesn't cook. Okay. <laughs> Fun fact about Seb. Well, he must have cooked something. Oh, like to this, be watching. No, I think his abuela yeah. made him dinner, and Wait. he was. But He's going to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm going to tell you guys. <laughs> Once I went over to Seb's house and he was trying to <laughs> He googled a YouTube... Or he looked up, watched a YouTube video on how to <laughs> And he <laughs> It was so full that there was no room to put the 
It's like, how have you never done any <laughs> Yeah, we gotta tell Seb this is gonna be on the pod. Sorry, we cut okay, we leave that entire no, no, it's story gonna... <laughs> We have to Oh, get... that's a good idea. We put it in, but we bleep the story. <laughs> so it <laughs> so could we be just way hear us worse. laughing, it could be something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's so a really good that's story. what yeah. Seb has to bring to dinner for cons. He, <laughs> he looked it up. He tried to learn how to do it. Yeah, that's good. I'm 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 back in I'm back in my friend Seb right now. I feel now. like it's kind of. Yes. I appreciate the effort, but I, I feel like. <laughs> but the, but I, that you would have to go, watch a video on how to <laughs> literally just. <laughs> the but isn't the video saying. <laughs> That's yeah, like who the made only this video? thing the video has to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Seb. I, I think the issue is not with Seb, it's with whoever made this bad video. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think no, the, the issue, issue is, is with, definitely Seb. with Seb. <laughs> the issue is definitely with Seb. <laughs> I was trying to be on Seb's side. <laughs> you don't need a film. YouTube video to tell you how to <laughs> It's literally... That's going to be beeped out. How to beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> I once watched a YouTube video on how to turn a salmon into a bong. <laughs> Very disturbing. No what? Like an, like yeah, a I used to work in a fish store and I was in this phase where I was like, what could you turn into a bong? And there's that a video so of these nasty. guys. Yeah, why would you want to do that? There's these guys on a fishing boat and they turn a salmon into a bong and smoke from it. That's way more impressive than it is like enticing like that sounds terrible or useful like, yeah you want to get high that bad what scenario also it's disgusting but uh yeah but you can also get a little bite of salmon after you do <laughs> yeah, but i feel like like the raw, wait, insides to... of the salmon would like absorb the smoke i don't know right. does it have to be oh smoke salmon it's smoke salmon Sorry for cutting you off. This is like a freshly killed salmon. Oh, it's a lot. I guess that's oh, the that's scenario. Freshly killed. Freshly that's the only scenario you would I need think. to know how to do that. It's like you're you're at the you're on the ocean. <laughs> Just right? bring a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> or like, don't smoke weed like while you're working as a fisherman. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe to like just don't smoke weed while you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean. I mean, I mean, I can't tell you, you how to live time. your life. <laughs> yeah. But you know what you should always do when you're in a boat in the middle of the ocean? Bring an extra pencil so you don't when you drop yours, you have one to continue mm. your drawing cuz SpongeBob joke. Yeah, it's a SpongeBob <laughs> joke. That was the scariest episode of SpongeBob. It gave me nightmares. Doodle Bob, look Doodle it up. Bob. So traumatizing. Mm. Yeah, remember I that know, one? I know. <laughs> yeah. Little Bob. I have like very I mean, big. I must have seen it, that. but it's, I watched every one. An artist at sea drops his pencil into the ocean, and they get the pencil. Oh yeah. And everything they draw turns to life. So he draws Doodle Bob. Yeah. And Doodle Bob tries to like, kill him. And it's because it's like the pencil's like giant, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really scary. And he like erases SpongeBob. Yeah. Rock Bottom was the scariest one for me. That oh, was scary my too. Gosh. Oh, and really the, the graveyard shift. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that the one where they kill a guy? No, it's the one where they think that there's like um the the hook-handed slasher or yeah, whatever, yeah. and then and it's Nosferatu. No, that they're like, but who is flickering the lights? And they're like Nosferatu. And then yeah. all right, the hash-slinging slasher was hash uh, slasher. Just the guy with a with a with a spatula. Right? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. 
But sorry, they actually do like think they killed someone in one episode. You guys remember this? It was like a food inspector, and then they like kill him. Oh, and they try to like bury him. Yeah, that was like a weird episode. I was not enough. I have enough SpongeBob. Sorry. The episode where, where Mr. Krabs discovers jellyfish jam, and he turns it. He creates a factory for oh, making jellyfish that. jam, and there's just these like sad, like juiced out <laughs> jellyfish. And he SpongeBob goes to. Pr- it scared me so much because it reminded me of the Wallace yeah, and Gromit really episode. Or short or whatever with the sheep and the dog food. Did you not see? Mr. Krabs is a capitalist king. I think he really loves it there. Yeah. He loves making money. Yeah. No, not time. him. The jellyfish were sad. Oh. Well, Krabs is sad, too. Yeah. And SpongeBob's like, what did I do? I just remember the episode with, like, the bus where they, like, go out of town and they go to this, like, really sad place. Yeah, that I just Rock imagined... Bottom. Yeah, yeah okay. That was Rock Bottom. Okay, I just imagine that being, like, Philadelphia. <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> Philadelphia. Ouch. <laughs> Really didn't deserve that. I'm sorry. Also, I remember like um, we're so off topic. <laughs> no, I feel like it all ties I back. I think we've talked ourselves out. We're gonna t- we're gonna tie it back into yeah. Daisy's. Well, there is that episode of SpongeBob that's actually mm-hmm. a metaphor about the mm-hmm. Czech government in oh, the yeah. 60s. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So back to the movie. See Daisy's. <laughs> <laughs> back, back to Daisy's from 1966. Should we, should we rate it now? Yes. Oh yeah. Who's, who's gonna rate it first? Wow. Um. Yeah. You know, I actually. Yeah, I agree with what you said at the start, Hannah. That it's like, for a, you, it, inherently there's some whackness, I guess, if you're just comparing it to like any old movie, you know, as a just experimental flick. I mean, there's some, there's just things it does that uh, is whack by movie standards, but it's not like it's like super whack. There's nothing I saw in it that I was like, yeah. so nothing um, at that level. <laughs> <laughs> what level was that again? <laughs> yeah, didn't get there. <laughs> but you know, I'd still give it a three on the on the whack scale. A three. Yeah, out of five. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah for me like even talking through it and being able to like kind of understand it like the meanings of the film beyond just like everything I just I'm still kind of processing yeah. it it almost makes it feel yeah less even less like to me yeah well on it yes. like all the reads that we talked about all the ways to break down the metaphor like it they all make sense. pretty clear sense yeah. it's not, yeah. sometimes I watch an experimental movie and I'm like there's no entry point in I feel like it's like really hard to even break this down um but i i do feel like this one is like especially contextually uh definitely what you brought up nara helps to understand that um but then it like becomes pretty clear so i think it's a really successful experimental film in that regard to be to being a really good ideal experimental film yeah Yeah, but whackness yeah i'd still stick with my three because like the unconventional parts of the film are only unconventional if we're talking about like traditional narrative cinema but as far as experimental film goes it's not i don't think particularly crazy like and it was good i actually haven't seen a lot of experimental films but i'm just guessing that it's not unconventional in that context I'm going to say a 2.5, just somewhere in the middle. I really can't, I don't feel compelled to say that it's not whack at all or fully whack. I just feel like it's right there. It's doing what it should do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I thought it was like a three going into this combo, and then I think after us all talking, like it's a two for me, because like the yeah the concepts and the things they were going for, I think were super clear, and like there's so many ways you could read it that it's just like okay, I I can read it one way, and that's that's clear to me, and then what they're doing in the film makes sense in that mm-hmm. reading, so I wasn't that like oh this is whack. Um, but yeah, like th- there was still some stuff that was going on that was wild. That's why it's a two. Um, but yeah, I-, I really felt at the end of it, the thing that I took away is that like it's not good to be bad, even though things are bad. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is a good movie for that. I, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I think I agree with Funke on the on the two rating. Um, I also. <laughs> if you heard that on the mic, it was a chair and not Adam me farting. Just sure farted Adam. so loud that he rocketed to space. Oh my god, I can't breathe. I can't breathe anymore. <laughs> it's filled up the whole room. <laughs> oh man, I'm like Wario when he hits that uh, super smash. That's for you gamers out there. <laughs> this is also a gaming podcast um, and a SpongeBob podcast. No, I also like, I think, um, yeah, I agree with like what everyone's saying, where it's sort of like, it's like there's some like whack elements, but they're not unexpected. They're not like in context. They're not that whack. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe if I watched it in 1966, it would be more like see more whack. Uh, even for experimental films, I think because like the use of color was probably pretty like or like using color as a medium in that way is probably pretty new. Uh, but in the the year 2020, it's not too whack. So I'm gonna give it a two. Hmm. Do you want to do the tabulating results? Let's do the math. So I did the math. Um, I added everything together. And the whackness is 2.37, which is wow. like the second that's, least whack. Yeah, that's pretty low. What's the least whack? Danae Dukan at 1.5. <laughs> Wait, what was uh, Cape Fear? That was pretty low. Cape, Cape Fear is 2.5. Oh, okay. this is two point three seven. So Damn. wow, Seb is gonna be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but he'll also be excited that his films aren't anymore the two lowest. Yeah, only one lowest. Seb keeps saying he wants to do so many movies, and I'm like, that's not whack. And he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I just want to talk about movies I like. I'm like, no, <laughs> make it whack. Yeah, no, maybe that can be a series, the least whack movies. Ever. Yeah, and that we would compete be to see which one's the most whack, and the least yeah. whack ones. <laughs> or a series that's called These Are Just Good? Question <laughs> mark. Is it good? Good movies. <laughs> that's our spinoff show. It's Is not it whack. <laughs> These aren't whack movies. They're just, yeah, they're just good. Nice, Pretty nice good. film, yeah. 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 Solid flick, solid flick. <laughs> movies for normies. Yeah, it's like the gap of films. <laughs> we should start that. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Is It Whack is actually just the gap of films. It's just normies. No, not Is It Whack. Is It Whack is... No, yeah, Is It Whack's great. No, is I think It Whack should... is like your local thrift store films where you're like, oh, yeah. here's something mm-hmm. conventional, yeah, here's about. something weird from the 60s, here's yeah. something that is really here's something imported <laughs> it, it, yeah it's like what will we find today and here's one seb suggested <laughs> um yeah it still has the tag on it's <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this is what happens when seb's not here yeah i hope i never i'm not here wait he's coming now <laughs> he's on his way oh no he secretly Hey guys, <laughs> it's me, Seb. What'd you say about me? Whoa, Seb, you're like jacked right now. Oh my gosh. Are you, do you have a cold? Whoa. No, 
I've just been working out. Oh, dude. Uh, I'm looking for someone to punch, so what'd you guys say about me? Oh, we just said your movies are so cool. Oh, thanks. Oh. Did you tell any stories about me? Uh, okay, so nothing about me, like... Nothing at all. Uh, I'll just uh, leave the room again, and uh, I'll be back in a little bit. All right, bye. Bye, Seb. Oh, my gosh, you can use the door. You don't have to walk through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this guy, Seb. <laughs> He's walking through every wall. Uh, okay, great episode. Uh, go watch Daisies if you haven't. Uh, it's 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 aged really well, I'd say. Yeah, tell us what you think. Good. You think it's black. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Is It Whack? Next week, more Is It Whack? This time, another movie about food. Which one? God of Cookery. Could be a pretty sweet episode. Thank you to Ian Mills for our music and to Emma Kudlak for our art. Go to insomniacfestival.com or at insomniacfest on Instagram to learn more about us. See you next week when we talk more Is It Whack? <laughs>